Welcome to another episode of Album for the Day with John E. and Jay. Hey there, it's Album for the Day. I'm John E. This is Jay. And we were thinking about doing something a little different Mm -hmm. because we love America. Oh, that's right. And there's 50 states in this great land. And we're going to put our patriot pants on, and we're going to bring you a little bit from every state, because there's music in every state in this great land. And we're here for the whole ride. So we're going to go state by state, bringing you some of the best bands, some of the best albums that we've heard. Uh, We're going to bring it to you. So buckle up, Buttercup. Jose, can you see? (laughs) Here we go. Today, Album for the Day brings you another state of the music as we traverse across the country. We went from the East Coast last time to the Canadian border. Yeah, that tracks. North Dakota is known as the Rough Rider State, the Flicker Tail State, <laughs> which is based on the Richardson's ground squirrel, also known as a gopher. Yeah. And then their official is actually the Peace Garden State, because the International Peace Garden is in North Dakota and Manitoba. So, yeah, Peace Garden. I mean, it's North Dakota. They should call it like the frigid ice, uh, cold weather, really close to Canada state that nobody lives in. North Dakota. We're close to Rushmore, just not the same state. Exactly. Nope, nope, not that one. A little bit south. Remember that movie with Francis McDonald? <laughs> no, there, no, there's less people here than there. <laughs> oh, we got Fargo. No, there's less we people. We got Fargo. That's the name of the state. Less people here than their state. Oh, I true. think it's the fewest people per capita state in the country. Mm-mm. Alaska. Alaska? Mm-hmm. Well, I wouldn't have said that. It's the largest in area. And the least in population. Go wrap your head around that one. Alaska is. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's the largest in area. It's bigger than Texas. Yeah, it's it is. It's bigger than Cali. It's bigger than everything. And the fewest. Well, because there there's so many uninhabitable areas. Oh, so would we say of the 48? Of the 48, would it be the fewest per capita in area? That's possible. I, would I don't think, have the math in front of me. I don't either. I'm, I'm not going to fight for North I'm, Dakota. I'm, I'm just going to tell you. I'm specu- <laughs> I'm speculating. Yes, you are. <laughs> yes, I am. So, uh, so let's get to the music here. Well, Lawrence Welk is from Strasbourg, which is a German-speaking community. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a pioneer of the big band. Mm-hmm. He was in a couple of groups called the Hotsy Totsy Boys. The Honolulu Fruit Gum Orchestra. Gosh. And then we all know about the television show and everything involved in that. And, it, well, no, we don't all know about it. Um, Nor should we. A lot of people have heard about it from either your parents or your grandparents. 
uh, about the Lawrence Welk show and how amazing it was. Like so forced to watch it because that it's when, still on weekly when today when it TV is on. when TV first started. TV was a wholesome, beautiful place where nothing bad ever happened, and Lawrence Welk was the person who was there in a everybody's living room every night. I think what Jay's trying to say is before Ed Sullivan was willing to push the envelope a little bit, Lawrence Welk was like, let's stay at home and be a family. Is that fair? That's fair. Okay. So anyway, I think the best thing Lawrence Welk ever got us, in my personal opinion, and you know what we say about opinions, um, Fred Armisen (laughs) did, did Lawrence Welk on Saturday Night Live for several years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, it's priceless. I mean, when you look back at something like that, that really is just kind of like its own caricature. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to expect like some teasing, some poking. Oh, and, absolutely! You know all of that, and and Fred Armisen is brilliant oh, as a comedian, Fred Armisen, especially because Fred Armisen is so musical mm-hmm. that he's a drummer that really by trade. Just translated well. Mm-hmm. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Did you check out Robert Thomas Valine? <laughs> I didn't. No, I didn't check that one out. Bobby V. Yeah, that's way catchier. Oh, it? wow. Yeah, okay, yes. From then, Fargo? Then yes. Then yes, I did check that one out. From get, Fargo. It would be like asking me who, uh, you know, uh, what, what Sting's name would be. Gordon Sumner. Or what Elton John's name would be. Reginald Dwight. <laughs> now we've got Bobby V as... Robert Thomas Valine, the See? next serial killer the... straight out of North Dakota. That really sounds like you should do voiceovers for serial killer movies. I'm not going to push anybody. Fortunately, he died six years ago. But... That doesn't... It's not fortunate. I'm saying he can't be a serial killer if he's in the box, bro. (laughs) Everybody rest assured. Bobby V was definitely a serial killer from North Dakota in the... No, he was not. Fargo was inspired by What's so funny is his grandchildren are going to reach out to us and be like, he was the greatest person of all time. He was my grandpa and I love him so much. And I'm going to be like, he was a serial killer. <laughs> so he was of Norwegian and Finnish heritage. Um, yeah. His dad was a chef, pianist, and fiddle player. Hmm. That's what where he learned his combination. music. combination. Yeah, right? I play anything with strings. Mm. Including food. Mm-hmm. You see that tendon there? That counts as a string. Blah, 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 I'm blah, breaking blah, down blah, this blah, blah. beef. I'm doing it. 
So, <clears throat> Peggy Lee. From Jamestown, North Dakota. Peggy Lee, everyone will know her as the biggest Christmas song. Like it, It's Peggy Lee and Mariah Carey. That's it. Those are the queens of Christmas. Anytime there is Christmas, you will hear Peggy Lee. Period. Now, like, to be fair, though, Peggy Lee sang with Benny Goodman's big band. Yeah, absolutely. So... She's I'm not, not saying that's she's the, not some novelty. I'm not saying that's the you can't only treat her like that, thing. I'm not going to let you. I, I'm not saying that's the only thing she did. But, but what while I'm we're saying discussing is everything about Peggy Lee. Can we talk about Norma Dolores Ekstrom? Uh, a name that sounds nothing like Peggy Lee. No, but, not even a little bit. But good trade. You definitely traded up there. Yeah. You, that was her original name. I'm sorry, Norma, Norma Dolores Ekstrom. That is a total librarian name. Well, yeah, and she understood that you've got to sell the sizzle. And Pe- and Peggy Lee sounds like somebody you want to listen to. Norma Dolores Ekstrom, or I mean, you can go by Norma Eggs. Maybe I might show up to her Bible study. Yeah, but yeah, but it just <laughs> doesn't it. sound like what you what you want to do, you know. Well, she said that. Um, here's how she described. I knew I couldn't sing over them, so I decided to sing under them. The mm. more noise they made, the more softly I sang. When they discovered they couldn't hear me, they began to look at me. Then they began to listen. As I sang, I kept thinking softly with feeling. The noise dropped to a hum. The hum gave way to silence. I had learned how to reach and hold my audience softly with feeling. That is a graphic description of how she took control of her life. Absolutely. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, the uh, this the recording that she did of uh, Fever by uh, Little Willie John um, was written by Eddie Cooley and uh, John Davenport. She created um, the arrangement for the song and added um, she added some lyrics and she did her own thing with it. But um, her version of Fever was just huge it's still kind of the definitive version a lot of people have done yeah. fever over the years including yeah. madonna yeah um but yeah she's she's the definitive on that she also did a lot of acting uh she was in the jazz singer mm-hmm. um with danny thomas hmm. but yeah she uh you know Traditional Hollywood lifestyle. Oh, yeah. I mean, she does what she's got to do, you know? Well, to be fair, man, like, we look at all these people that, you know, their peak was, like, decades and decades ago. Medical technology was not where it is now. Being able to assess, ooh, I should change, blah, blah, blah. I mean, for crying out loud, dude, they were encouraging people to smoke cigarettes. <laughs> Literally saying it's healthy for you. Right. Allowing yeah. that to be broadcast to the public. Yeah. Um, 
she did get a Grammy Lifetime Achievement Award. And um, in 1969, she did win a Grammy for Is That All There Is? Hmm. And yes, that is all there is, Peggy Lee. And we're going to move right on down the line. Johnny Lang. Johnny Lang. Man, you want to talk about... What a beast, dude. What, what an... I remember when he came out with his first record. And he was like 17 years old or something. And it was just like right out of the gate. I was like, oh, well, crap. I have not done as much as this kid has. And he's 17. So I'm going to make a wacky comparison here. Johnny Lang, Child Prodigy. Mm -hmm. So do you remember the um, almost unspoken rivalry between Britney and Christina? It was like everywhere you looked for several years. Okay. When they both first came out. Mm -hmm. You remember Kenny Wayne Shepard? Yeah. Exactly. They both came out at the same time. Hmm. And I was like, but he's so good. Well, but he's also yeah, but so he's good. So good, man. Uh, I always lean more yeah. into Johnny Lang. I never saw him play. I did see Kenny, Kenny Wayne Shepherd play. And I mean, it was great, but yeah, Johnny Lang's just got, he's got more. I felt like it was more authentic. I felt mm-hmm. like he wasn't necessarily showing off. He was just like, playing from the inside mm-hmm. yeah i yeah i i don't know i don't know the reference of Brittany, and i guess i never saw johnny lang and kenny wayne shepherd that way when two people come up at the same time they're both kind of bringing the same they were bringing New, heat. Fresh thing. They were bringing the blues. there's always heat. oh but so and so is better no so and so is better yeah yeah, no, Johnny Lang, I mean, I mean, I guess he's had maybe five albums now, maybe six albums. Um, I mean, goodness, he he I mean, he he won a Grammy for Turnaround. So, and it's it's crazy to think that like at 17 years old, you come out with your first record and it's like you're also, yeah, he said eight albums. Yeah, that's even better. Dude, he has a Live at the Ryman album. That's amazing. Live I'll at be, the Ryman from 2009. I'll be listening to that uh, tomorrow. Um, but the guy, the guy, first album, 1995 at 17 years old. The most recent album, like as far as the actual discography. Now, now be fair. If you're going to talk about 1995 and his album, bring up the fact that it's called Smokin', mm-hmm. just like the Boston song with the apostrophe. And it was credited to Kid Johnny Lang and the Big Bang. I mean, do we have to rhyme with everything, guys? Well, they didn't have to, but the, but some executive producer thought that that's how you do it instead of just saying this kid is going to be the guy who sells the record. How did you get that job, bro? Well, because they're a random executive with a suit on, not a musician who understands the business. 
Well, that's fair. They're the person who's trying to make money and figuring out, oh, I like rhymes. Rhyming is fun. That's their job. Aside from his personal uh, discography, I own A Very Special Christmas 3, which has a number of amazing performances on it, including Johnny Lang doing Santa Claus is Back in Town. Mm -hmm. If you want to throw a little blues in your Christmas holiday, do that. It's tasty. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Well, after Johnny Lang, I think there's only one reasonable place to go. Wiz Khalifa. Wiz <laughs> Khalifa. Uh, Were you yeah. thinking black uh, and yellow just like I was? Uh, yes. I, it's all I could see was black yes, and yellow. Yes, that's where I was going. Um, Wiz Khalifa, um, I, one of the greatest modern rappers on the scene right now um he's an advocate big advocate for uh, legalization of marijuana he has a video showing you how to roll your own while you're in the hot tub yeah because that's what he's doing yes he's showing you that while he's in the hot tub yeah and i'm like huh yeah look at that yeah He's a uh, he's his he's own. He's a pioneer. Yeah, he, is what he is. Yeah, um, and he's also not a bad rapper as well. He's not. He's great. I don't um, really. I mean, you know, Taylor Gang, this and that, uh, whatever. But I think what I think is interesting is not every rapper mm-hmm. is collaboration ready for just about any genre, but <clears throat> I feel like he could manage it, man. So he did. I mean, when I show and prove with Charlie Puth, the huge song from the fast and whatever soundtrack, mm-hmm. um, he did Payphone mm-hmm. with Maroon five. I mean, he's collabed. He did, uh, young and wild and free with Snoop. Mm-hmm. I mean, just name somebody the weekend. Yeah. Remember you? Anybody. Yeah, yeah. And he's, that. that's one of those things, and we've talked about that, man, like is, you know, people that are fantastic, artistic, solo artists, but that's where it stops. Yep. Like Sting. (laughs) Sting. I don't like working with people. Mm -hmm. Not even the two guys in my band. I only have a three-man band, but I can't stand those two guys. Yeah, maybe work with two other people, guy. Jeez, dang. Yeah. Um, let's see. Well, um, after Liz Khalifa, I think there's only one random great place to go. That is back to country music with Lynn Anderson. Well, she's a real delight. I mean, you know, she's Lynn Anderson. She's not like a super big delight or anything. Um, she was more of like a crossover Rose Garden that hit number one internationally. Um, but she was a she was also with like a TV personality, and that's kind of the big thing that got her. I think what it was. Um, I considered her more of like a pop icon or a pop TV influence that got a musical thing because of who she was not of just like bill yeah yes yes so 
I mean, it it is what it is. There's a lot of people, and and Lynn's from Grand Forks, North Dakota. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of people that are great hosts or MCs. She also joined the Lawrence Welk Show. You don't say. Mm-hmm. Man, she if I could show you the, the surprise on my face right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It Lawrence would Welk wasn't a dummy. Absolutely blow your mind. Lawrence Welk was not a dummy. So Tom Rapp. Mm-hmm. Did you check out Tom? I did not. So Tom led a band called Pearls Before Swine. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, they were a psychedelic folk rock group of the late 60s and 70s. And um, he was described as having a slight lisp, a gentle voice, and apocalyptic vision. What a unholy trinity that is. That makes me want to be his best friend and have more than one beer with him. And have constant video surveillance. Exactly. Exactly. Fortunately, uh, we won't have to invest in that. Tom passed four years ago. Five. But um, what I thought was most interesting about Tom is uh, following the Pearls Before Swine thing. Mm -hmm. He went to University of Pennsylvania Law School Hmm. and graduated as a lawyer in 1984. So doing the math, 34 years, that's uh, 34 years he got to be a lawyer after being in a psychedelic rock band. Well, that most people don't really. And he went to, he went to Ivy League. He went to Penn. Yeah. That's a great school, by the wow. way. Wow. Yeah. Tom was born in Botano, North Dakota, and uh, his parents were teachers, hmm. which probably led him for something more interesting. <laughs> anyway, teaching is interesting. I'm not dogging on teaching. Mm-hmm. I hope not. Uh, let's see. What about old... Let's see. Did we talk Bobby V? Come on, man. Tom, Robert Thomas of the line. Yeah. Okay. You know I roasted his ass. Yeah, right. <laughs> and so I guess the next place we got to go Mitch is... Mitch Malloy. Oh, okay. Yep. Lead vocalist for Great White for four years, not in their prime. Yeah. So next... Yeah. Uh, and also, Great White, we still blame you. We're still looking at you for that fire. We blame you. That's all I have to say about that. Shame on you. Shame on you. Shame on you. And you know, North Dakota's just super interesting. Um, Wiz is from Minot, North Dakota. I did check the pronunciation on that. I'm going to kick your ass if you play footsie with me again. I will always play footsie around this table, sir. Always. It's an extra charge for if, that. If you don't want to play footsie, don't come to this table. This table is big enough that we can avoid <laughs> each other's I'm feet. trying to find his foot right now. I hate you. Everybody hates me. It's fine. <laughs> I don't care about you hating me. Yeah, I know. Uh, so, did you think about Alf Clausen? Uh, yes, but no. It's that. I mean, he's a musician. Yes, but no. Alf Clausen. Scored many episodes of The Simpsons. He was the sole composer from 1990 to 2017. 
He's not known for the theme song. He's he not also known did for... music for more than 30 films and television shows, including Moonlighting, The Naked Gun, Alf, and Ferris Bueller's Day Off. He plays Alf Clausen. He got an on. It's only right. Mm-hmm. He got an honorary doctorate of music from the Berkeley College of Music in 96. Like, they don't just give those out. Well. He was born in Minneapolis, but raised in Jamestown. Jamestown, you just won't leave us alone, will you? No, they will not. So, yeah, Alf, killing it. All right, I think we're at, I think we're at uh, Rushmore time. I think this may be one of the. I think we're going to have a overall. I think there's only four we can choose. Yeah, I think we've got a unanimous, and and we weren't going to leave out Rushmore. On the state next to South Dakota. I mean, you could. You're a loser. Anyway. All right. right. uh, I'll I'll pick one, then you pick one, and we'll see if if it's unanimous. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say Johnny Lang. Yep. Wiz Khalifa. Oh, that's a huge 10-4, buddy. Uh, Peggy Lee. Oh, yeah. Mm. And I think we can both agree that Bobby V is more deserving than Lawrence Welk. I knew you'd do something ridiculous. Absolutely not. Lawrence Welk over Bobby V. That's ridiculous that you would even say that. That's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. That Lawrence Welk, who had a TV show that millions of people watched over and over. Do you want to let Susan? Bobby V. No, no. I'm right. There's no arguing about it. Bobby V is not in Bobby V is not invited to the party. It's unanimous. I overrate it's you. The well, <laughs> it's the well. It's the well. I concede. Right. I concede. I wanted to see where it was going to go. No, no. Somebody showed their behind, yeah, no. just like I expected. Yeah. Bobby V. That's ridiculous. Bobby it's a v. much better name than Robert Thomas Valine. Yeah, it is. But Lauren, But yeah. Okay. Well, now that wasn't his real name. Now, now that we finally, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> now they're in the nitty gritty. <laughs> Go ahead and follow, subscribe wherever you listen to us. Shoot us an email about how much you hate me because everybody else does at alpha for the day at gmail dot com. Uh, follow us on Twitter, album for the day, uh, and Instagram. Same. Uh, not hashtag. Why am I? Why would I? Why was hashtag in my head? I don't Who knows know how things get in your mouth, man. Oh, I don't know. The Lord only knows. Um, yeah. Uh, thanks for listening, and we will see you next week. And I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. When I see you again. It's like whoa. It's like two whoa, octaves too high. Whoa. <laughs> Nailed it. (laughs) I've hated you for years. Me too. (laughs) After starting the podcast, you can search for the album, use the three dots, and hit add to cue. Now the album will start as soon as the episode ends. Woohoo!